Hey, what's up, DBC fans? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain. Well, first of all, Freddie, the best part is it's free. There's nothing better than using a free, awesome service. To make the process simple and easy, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor helps people find your show by distributing the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Also, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I like like money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We love using Anchor. It's a great platform that lets us hear from the fans and reaction theater with Anchor's Leave a Message feature. So when you create your account with Anchor, you can also utilize their feature and make your own podcast. TJ will uh, be your first guest. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. This is Dale Jr. and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. Outside, door, bumper, clear the AT. Best car I've had here in a long time. You're going to do it. You're going to win it. Right with you. You're clear. Check the flag. You win. Oh, yeah! Hey everybody, it's TJ Major, spotter of the 88 in the Cup Series and the 7 in Xfinity Series. And coming at you today with me is... Brett Griffin, double-fisted with Aquafina water <laughs> here in uh, Exalta Studios. Thanks to Juan Main for bringing this podcast to you guys. And we've got our lovely co-host, KB. Miss Inked Up, KB. KB. Hey, hey guys, it's KB. KB. I'm junior Motorsports, Sponsorship and Marketing. I'm going to give you 30 seconds to tell people about yourself without reading. Go. Yep, go. Go. I won the Junior Motorsports Basketball Tourney Pool. You're Yay, seven foot three. I'm from Philly. Yeah, Ooh. you're Pittsburgh. It's her turn. It's her 30 seconds. That's all I got. I don't even do thirty seven. She's, she's done. Oh, so much. You, you go back to reading. She's a Pittsburgh <laughs> Pittsburgh Panthers fan, but last night she's a Villanova fan. I'm from Philly. But you root for Pittsburgh. Yeah, but they can't make it past the uh, the third the what is it? I mean, actually, the, the first when the when the Steelers win the Super Bowl, I don't just celebrate automatically. I love you guys. I love you guys. I hate root against the Steelers. Well, I'm just I saying, I'm a Bills fan. Do you hate? Like, if you're a Pitt graduate, what college team do you just despise? <laughs> Villanova. <Hughes. laughs> oh, yeah. Virginia Tech. Really? Syracuse. Yeah. So you would, Why? Tech you would not have pulled Hughes. for them. Because we used to be in the Big East, and then we all migrated to the ACC, and now the ACC has such a finesse in the way they play basketball, and the Big East are just, you know, ballers. Yeah. So it's tough. In football, we call the ACC the A-she-she <laughs> because they're really, really lame. And football Syracuse, is all that matters. we don't call any conference anything because we don't even have a good team. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Syracuse did well. They're men, coming back. Men and women. They used to do Basketball. good. Yeah, tonight's their big game, yeah. women. It's a big deal. But you kind of beat them by 50. By the way, have you watched any women's – College basketball. Yes, I watch a lot. They don't run any sort of offense. It is straight up pickup game, run down the court, shoot. And it's and like those girls can shoot. Yes, yes, like good. I was actually impressed. I love, I love it. Yeah, cool. So, so what's up with uh, what's up with Dale Junior's brain, man? You talk him into this deal. Everybody's talking about it. I, I guess he just wants to help out. My favorite line know. was, "It's a no-brainer." Yeah, <laughs> he's. I, I guess he figures he's hit enough stuff. Hey, he awesome. might as well um, help it out. <laughs> How many concussions has he had? None. Yeah, none. <laughs> none. That's always the answer. Uh, we probably get all the research we need from John West Townley. 
God. Let's OD on data. I mean, bring in the chicken man. He would have got his first concussion test at like four. I think he caused Cole Custer to get a concussion this weekend at Martinsville. Yeah. One of those Oh, yeah, he back. hooked him, came across the track and hooked him. Ugh. I don't really want to talk too much about the truck race because it, it just ended up in a bad way for me the whole time. I hit. I basically drove my truck that I was spotting for into every wreck and every. <laughs> it was just one of them days where every corner of the truck was beat in, and we pulled it out at some point. And it, we didn't start anything. Yeah, but we just drove. I mean, just hit everything. He wasn't. He did the right moves and stuff. It just wasn't the right. Everything just seemed to go against us and stuff. Tyler Reddick was the guy. The guy I was spotting for, and we clobbered the guy. We didn't clobber him, but we hit the guy that decided to bat down the track three lanes. Yeah. And you can't miss a moving truck or a moving vehicle in the racetrack. When you're wrecking, it's really hard to miss drive your guy around or tell him where to go when the other guy is still rolling. So, Hey, before we dive in our deal, too, have you guys listened to Motormouths yet? No, no, I haven't. Okay, I listened to it, and, and I want to say that as a male, 40-year-old male, it's not for me. But I will say this, it, it's awesome, it's creative, it's females. Like, if if you have... A a kid. If you're a race fan and you have a kid, make them listen. If you if you are, if you're a race fan and you're in your low twenties, listen because they ask these drivers stuff that I've never even thought of. Uh, but and I know I know the demographic of the show isn't for me, but Motor Mouse is definitely worth a, a good listen because they're catering to a really fun young audience. <clears throat> which yeah. I, I was at one time. <laughs> which you were at one time. <laughs> yeah, like a couple no years longer. ago. A couple years ago. <laughs> a couple decades ago. Yeah. But, uh, oh, I want to tell you about the truck deal. One thing that that got me after the race is I have spotted for the kid that rolled across the track, and he's a good kid and, and pretty – he's a good little driver. Yeah. And uh, so I went to see what he thought after What's the race. What's his name? Justin Haley. Justin Haley. Yeah, he's a good little driver. Um, I did some cannon work with him, and he was fun to work with, but I got blocked by him. You got blocked by him? Yeah. On what? Twitter. He blocked What'd you, you say? Yeah. What'd you say about this? Yeah, I didn't even do? mention his name. I just said we hit the 32 truck, and whenever me and Dell Jr. were tweeting about it, and you were yeah, involved in it. Buddy. Yeah. Yeah, he, I guess I just got the block button. Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's because after he wrecked, he's supposed to hit the brake. And when you don't hit the brake, you continue to move. And when you move in front of 20 oncoming trucks, yeah. you make the wreck much bigger than it should it's be. true. When you're going down the road and there's a deer, you're, and there's a deer in the road, do you want him to be moving or standing still? You want him to be standing still so you can miss him, basically. You can drive around him. You don't want him to be going this way, this way. It's like, imagine a squirrel. You know how they run out, come back, <laughs> run out. It's like that. Imagine missing that. I like your woodland, a woodland analogy. Woodland? Woodland. Woodland? Yeah. Squirrels. I actually hit a squirrel one time by accident. That's I was sad. with It was with my girlfriend about eight years ago, and we were going down the driveway uh, and there was a squirrel out in the road, and I was like, watch this, because I figured he'd run. You did run. it on purpose? I didn't know he was going to stay asshole. there. <laughs> he, I thought he would run, and he didn't. It's your character. I felt her. really bad. Did you I, pick it up and like put it to the side or anything? Oh, I moved it off the driveway. You, like, scrape it up? <laughs> listen, I fry a, it up. You don't pick up a <laughs> yeah, animal. Listen, I know you're from eastern Pennsylvania, <laughs> but geez. <laughs> didn't mean to throw away your state dinner. <laughs> So, yeah, I felt really bad. I've fe- been feeding squirrels ever since. So, anyway, what do we got? Kristen, are you taking over? I am. Did you s- – today's show is brought to you by – I've already said it was you brought it? to you by one man. Oh. Get- <laughs> What's wrong Where with you? Where have you been for the last 10 minutes? <laughs> I told you I was up late watching the game, and now yeah. I'm all foggy. And, like, 11.15 is I went not to bed late. At, I went to bed at 1. I went to bed at 1. I was so one. amped up because I won the pool. Do you understand? How much did you win? 200 bucks. 
You you're that ecstatic over two hundred dollars. Well, I was really excited because um, I was playing against the only two people still in the pool were me and Tyler. Okay. Dale's, oh, I'm glad you Dale's beat Tyler. Manager, yeah. And yeah. he's a huge UNC fan. He is. And I hate UNC. Yeah. And I hate is such a strong. I one. thought I that like I thought Jeez. he was going to win, and when when that oh that final the last final bucket was phenomenal. Sport. I was just yeah. jumping around like a. Crazy I'm not going to lie. I bet if they played. I bet if they played ten times, Carolina would would win nine. Absolutely, of them. <laughs> like that was oh, it those, was a great game. I think those last two shots were yeah, the most last amazing three shots. shots. The, the second, the one page hit from yeah. Carolina. Oh my, that was like double clutch. He was running through the air. Uh, he was running. He was and he was on his way down, and he let go of the ball. I'm like, there's no way that's gonna go in. That the was fishing sucked. Yeah, oh, it wasn't it was good. Terrible. It, I'm gonna. Like, it's yeah. been bad. It's been bad. Like in general, um, I'm a Syracuse fan, and a couple of their games. They called a guy out of bounds at, right at the end of the game against Gonzaga, and he wasn't out. He was His clearly foot was in. not. Yeah, I yeah, remember and that play. So they go to the replay, and they're like, "Oh yeah, the officials are like, yeah, they're going to overturn this, no problem." I mean, it was the end of the game. Like Gonzaga scores, they win. Yeah, and Syracuse forced a turnover and got it. So they and they go to the they're checking it out, and they're like, "Oh yeah," they come back. We were just checking out the time left. We can't change the call. I'm like, why do we have a? How come we can change? We can replay the clock, but we can't replay a correct call on the court. That doesn't make any sense to me. So, but they were there was a lot of foul, yeah, a lot of just tapping. Yeah, it was it was. Um, yeah, I agree. So, so we're gonna go into spot on, spot off. We are. We sure are. Okay. First, Kyle Busch dominates and wins both days at Martinsville. Spot on or spot off? Spot off. <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing good about Kyle winning two races on the weekend and ruining it for everybody. Uh, spot on from the sense of he definitely did what you said. He dominated both days. This guy yeah. has has matured a lot. I'm a little bit. He has matured a lot. I'm a little bit on the fence with this guy because he's been the villain, and now it's like all of a sudden he's wanting to not be the villain anymore. Now that he's got his championship, and I don't know how I feel about guys switching from two good, weeks ago good side to bad side. Two yeah. weeks ago, ding dong. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but still, he was. Yeah, now, he was his, his persona, he's trying to it is. revamp it a little bit. He's 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 really really good. He has matured a lot, but it's like he does this stuff, and he he you know um he signs that hat for that woman in the car yeah. next to cool. him. That is that awesome. Cool but then that was very cool. Where was that guy leaving Fontana? You know what I mean? Where was that? That wouldn't talk to the media. That wouldn't talk to the media, and he's mad. Yeah. You know that to me, Kyle would be a better person when he when he learns to keep that not let that come out in him and, w- and still sign that person's hat. I can tell you we've had the worst days ever, and I've watched Dale Jr. sign 50 autographs leaving the racetrack. So, I agree. You, you, I got, mean, you can't be a sore loser when, you're, no, when you've it, made it to it's the level. Not your day. He's a champion. Yeah. You're a champion. Now, you know, sign these kids' hats that come from six, eight, ten hours away. Sometimes I've met fans from Alaska before. Right. So, you know, they they come a long way. I know you had a bad day, but man, you're they live to watch you race, of course, and support you. Yeah. So you know, help them out. Martinsville did not take rubber in the turns. Weather, tire compound, both spot on, spot off. Man, spot off for me. You know, I I think it's a couple of things. I've heard from from some really good sources. We may have some inside info right here on Door Bumper Clear that that Goodyear has changed the way they're mixing these compounds. So it, it may be a combination of that and the cooler temperatures. Cooler temperatures definitely make it harder to lay rubber, but at the end of the day, it, it sucks that the track wasn't taking rubber for the teams. Yeah, I always I always um, spot off as well. I don't like I like when it lays a little bit of rubber because the guys can roll a set roll up a half a car length higher and they can kind of straddle the and get a good run off and it kind of makes for different. It doesn't sound right at Martinsville, but there's different grooves of racing. 
um, on such a short racetrack. But the you know, more, I, and the more rubber it lays, the more the track changes. Yeah, it does. I mean, it didn't change a whole lot yesterday, but I did know some guys were pretty far off in the beginning. Like that twenty-two car felt like a rock. Like yeah. he was bad the first run. Yeah. Um, you know, but I, I do like when a track does take down a little bit of rubber. The twenty-four car was aggressive and blocked a ton for a rookie at Martinsville. Spot on or spot off? Um, you know, I, I actually I think that is spot on because I did watch him block pretty aggressively a few times when I didn't think he needed to. And that's not a thing to do when you're a rookie there. You know, so there's time for it, but when there's only one car behind you and he's clearly probably faster, and I know you're fighting. You know, you are racing everybody. He has the right to race, but there's some – you know, he's going to have to try it extra hard the next few weeks to earn the respect back from these guys um, to, to to really, you know, get back on their good page, which he probably will. He'll yeah. probably race fine. But, you know, I understand he's just trying to keep his track position too. His decision to do all that blocking was 100% spot off. You know, he he's a guy – if this is any other rookie to ever come into the sport, they're, they're turned head on into the wall in turn three. I'm really surprised none of the veterans didn't fix that problem because – he was blocking single cars. What I mean by that is on a restart, you have to be aggressive. They're lined up behind you. When you're as the, as the race goes on, if only one car is catching you, when he catches you, you let him go. You race smart. He raced Casey Kane like a dog for 30, 40 laps. Not only is it a single car that caught him, it's his teammate. teammate. So really surprised somebody didn't turn chase head on into the wall. Derek White, the part-time Xfinity driver, was arrested for tobacco smuggling from North Carolina to Canada. Spot on, spot off. Who, who is Derek White? I, 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 don't, to, I, I don't really Google know. Him. Yeah, I don't know who Derek White is. I know the name a little bit, but um, I don't know the extent of the tobacco smuggling. I didn't even – I do know he that I probably of, wouldn't. What was it? The t- one of the top three ringleaders um, it's one of the, smuggling It's the biggest tobacco bust ever. Tobacco. There's a ton of cocaine. There's a ton of marijuana. At the end of the day, this is NASCAR media – trying mm-hmm. to take a driver none of us have ever heard of and bring him relevant to the brand of NASCAR spot off. Get Pick something else to report. My God. Who, well, so is he done racing that? now that he's probably he done? He suspended, and he was done before he started. Have you well, ever that's heard probably of Derek the, White? You remember him? No, but this is probably where the money comes from to race. You think? So. <laughs> he was in one of those random dodges in the uh, Xfinity series. He is, he's been present, but he's not been relevant ever. Boy, sorry, Canadians. If you're not getting your cigarettes and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) The famous Martinsville hot dogs, spot on or spot off? Are they really good or just a tradition? Uh, And did you guys have one? Spot on, they're $2. And no, I did not eat one. You (laughs) go This week when we go to the racetrack, they'll be $9. So, I mean, congrats to Martinsville for keeping it where people can afford it and bring their kids whether you like hot dogs or not. (laughs) It's the world's most famous wiener. It is. Period. So, definitely spot on. I did not have any. I didn't either. Uh, but, but again, to TJ's point, very affordable product. I mean, everybody you see walking around has four, five, six, a 16 bag. hot dogs. They got a bag of hot dogs. Hands. Any other track, you're like, uh, can I take out a loan and buy a hot dog? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, no kidding. So, man, spot on to Martinsville for making it affordable. I call them a gut grenade, so no. They wreck your stomach? Yeah, I don't need them. Well, they're really pink. Yeah, they're, that's not. That's odd. That I, Hot yeah. dogs are kind of gross to begin with. Well, that, if you even get to that part of it, because they put slaw, chili, mustard, mustard yeah, all that stuff Onions. on there. Onions and stuff. i got to ask TJ a question before we dive into our next segment. This is a, an analogy or an opinion that <laughs> I formed. Hot dogs? No. It's an opinion I formed on the way back from Martinsville. You know, I'm driving home, and I'm bored, and I'm thinking, and I'm like, man, Hendrick Motorsports 
missed Jeff Gordon being in their stable this weekend. When you look at where they all normally qualify and where they all normally practice and where they all normally race, they're all in the top ten. Three of the four are always in the top five, and we never saw that this weekend. So was Hendrick Motorsports missing Jeff Gordon's expertise in the seat, and were they missing his notes and his ability to provide data to the other teams to make all the teams better? Because Jimmy never led a lot of laps. You know, never ran a lot of top five. You guys, I know you had trouble early, but still, you weren't as good as you normally are there. Casey qualified well, ran terrible. Chase was a rookie, hard to evaluate there. But did did you guys miss him that much this weekend? Yeah, I think you always miss Jeff Gordon when you go to places like Martinsville and stuff. But I don't – I just feel like we were off a little bit. I, not off, but I feel like just things went – didn't go our way this weekend. Jimmy was – Jimmy was a third to sixth place car most of the day. Um, he wasn't – he was just off – a tiny bit we could have been right there but we got obviously got spun in the beginning and it took us 320 laps to get our lap back because the cautions would the runs would go just long enough where they would catch the guy that got the lucky dog and put him a lap down again then the caution would come out so it took us a long time to get our lap back but i don't i don't feel like um i i feel like we had the speed and stuff to be up in the top five because we got up to six and we we're running them guys down we probably could have finished fourth or fifth or sixth somewhere in there but we just couldn't um get the right right breaks to get up there and and uh you know i think we could have put the 48 and the 88 in the top in the top five but like you said you're missing you're missing jeff for sure he's normally always a factor yeah so it's, it's jeff gordon jimmy johnson denny mm-hmm. hamlin I mean, those guys are gonna run top three and yeah I obviously like, denny wreck yeah i feel like our 88's in there i feel like we can run good there we oh, just yeah. we just we always hurt ourselves we need that's one place where you need to qualify better because you're so close and you're at with a mile and a half and two mile tracks, you can get away from guys a little bit more. If we go back there in the fall and Hendrick is not as dominant as they've been, my theory will be proven right, or they'll be really fast and it'll be proven wrong. I think you'll be proven wrong. So we're heading into the fast lane segment, we and are? we are. The quick overview is I'm going to give TJ and Brett a topic to debate, alternating who responds first. Each will get 30 seconds to voice their opinion, and then whoever responded first will get a 30-second rebuttal. Rebuttal. Four of the topics will be racing, two will be not. The Bush brothers are now tied with the Flock brothers on total wins, which is 62. The only brothers that are ahead of them are the Waltrips at 88 and the Allisons at 94. Do you think by the end of their careers, the Bush brothers will overtake the Waltrips and or the Allisons? TJ. <clears throat> uh, what the Flock, man? <laughs> real real race fans like Bush. Uh, Yeah, I mean, Kyle, I don't see Kyle and Kurt slowing down anytime soon. They're both really fast, and, <laughs> and they're both going to have a handful of more wins, so... I think they will – I don't know if they'll get to 88, though. I don't think so. Uh, I have to believe that the Allison brothers, you know, certainly have a lot more positive – good timing on the thing. <laughs> we had a technical difficulty. But you all. think – I mean, I, I don't know that the legacy of the Bush brothers ever exceeds the legacy and the heritage of the Allisons. The Allisons are a great family brand within the sport who did a lot of great things and, and – you know, even make guys like Davey Allison available after the fact. So I, I'm a huge believer in the Allisons are the best of this proposed double duo. Yeah, and plus it's a different era too. You can't really compare this era to that era. I think uh, competition's different. Um, I think it's just it, it's so hard to compare now to how many years ago was that? 30? 20, 30, 30. Yeah, yeah I mean you can't years. compare now what's happening now to 30 years ago. It's just there's just way more competition now. So I don't I don't the Allisons are probably always keep it. 
Fans have been wondering why the cars are swerving so much after qualifying sessions. What's the rationale behind this maneuver, and what does it do to the car? What, what are we, engineers now? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Spinning uh, the, the tires. The reality is, you know, when you see guys go out and qualify, Austin Dillon did it when he sat on the pole. Somebody else a week before did it when they sat on the pole. I think it was Kurt Busch or somebody. Anyway, what they're trying to do is they're trying to reset their track bar, their housing, their truck arms, so that they can get through post-race tech uh, once their qualifying lap has been completed. Clearly, they've, they've made it through tech to get to go out on the racetrack. They've made their car very fast, and, and now they've got to get it back within the parameters of tech before they roll back through. Yeah, there's always – people are uh, – little tricks going on. There's always uh, – you know, everyone's always up to something, basically, and very rarely do you have, you know, the top guys. We're always trying. Everyone's trying. So – and like Brett says, there's things that people are doing, and and um, uh, just I don't want to give it away. <laughs> Please I mean, do I, for me. I need. I'm it. not giving it away, but you know, people are trying things, so and they're just cleaning the hell out of their tires. Yeah. First of all, they're they're passing pre-race, pre-qualifying tech. They're passing post-qualifying tech. So if they're doing that, they're they're legal, right? The reality is they're trying to create more skew in their car, which is when you see a car going down the straightaway, it's kind of cocked sideways. That creates more side force, down force, helps the car turn better. These teams are achieving that. It's why they're qualifying on the pole. Text me whatever they're doing after, TJ. Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> Rumors are circulating that Kimi, the current Ferrari F1 driver, may be looking to make the switch to NASCAR again. Um, in the past, he raced in the World Rally Championship and NASCAR Camping World Truck Series and the Xfinity Series. Is having drivers from different racing series attempt careers in NASCAR good for our sport or not, TJ? Uh, I don't – I'd just like to hang out with him on his boat <laughs> or something. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if, if he's ready – I've watched a truck race that he did, and he just didn't – he didn't look comfortable. Um, it's a whole different world compared to what he's used to. He's not used to being side-by-side -side with cars. When he's side-by-side -side with somebody, it's for a second and a half, if that, and then they're done. So this is a whole different thing with air and, and just a whole different whole different type of racing. But, I mean, I'm, I'd love to see him come and try it. From a marketing standpoint, it's great to see these drivers come in. You look at Travis Pastrana, you look at Ricky Carmichael, you look at Danica Patrick, Juan Montoya, Tony Stewart. We could go on and on and on and on. Only one has been successful, Tony Stewart. Yeah, Tony. Won a lot of races, won multiple championships. Nobody else has come in from outside of our world and done anything that is remotely even worthy of being in this conversation. I kind of, I mean, I'll give a little bit to Juan. Juan's been fairly, he's done okay. He figured it out a little bit, and he went and ran for me the one and was okay there, too. I mean, He won eight races there. He didn't <laughs> win anything here. Won one race. Yeah, but, I mean, he was competitive at times. He wasn't out, he didn't look out out of place. He didn't you know? look like Juan Montoya, though. No. As he did in the other series. No, but he diff, he, he was competitive here, and uh, I think, you know, it's just so hard to do. It's so competitive, man. It's so hard. It's hard. I'll say the the guys that come from open-wheel dirt, can really race yeah car. yeah <clears throat> i agree with that this the the formula one stuff i don't i don't think there's much relevance to nascar the f1 indycar translation on nascar is really really difficult even indycar to formula one yeah is quite a bit different yeah so we've had a lot of of indycar drivers go over there and 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 try and and some be okay, you know, but yeah. others man it's just tough juan did well i mean he did well yeah juan did awesome he yeah. did fine here but i mean is he relevant to being great we uh, knew no enough. we knew when we went to the road courses that he was going to be a factor yeah and that, i think that's pretty cool i think it's cool to have separation in guys like that that you come in you know juan and you know aj is going to be faster than places yeah. that's kind of cool to do yeah 
And um, it's cool they can take that road racing background from a different car even and put it into our cars. But, um, you know, it's it's the, the mile and a half and the rest of the schedule is tough on them. We still race 34 ovals. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Brett, do you have a racing bucket list? And if so, what is on it? Man, I, I do. Uh, and, and it's a pretty big one. I've managed to hit uh, all of them with the exception of probably – the Knoxville Nationals, the Indy 500, that's really the only two I've got left. Now, outside of NASCAR, my racing bucket list is the Kentucky Derby because chicks in dresses with pretty hats and uh, me dressed up with a tie, that sounds fun. Um, My racing bucket list would probably be to maybe still win an Indy. Um, in the Cup Series, I would still like to win there just to go through all the after, all that stuff afterward with the bricks and all that and just to – just the whole scene after it, just the trophy, the presentation and stuff, that'd be pretty cool to go and do. But, you know, other than that, you want to win the Daytona 500, and I've got, luckily, I've got the cross hat off. So, I don't know, Indy 500 would be cool one time. It'd probably be different and hard to do, but I'd be up for the challenge. Yeah, from a fan's perspective, you know, you got to go to Daytona, you got to go to Bristol, you got to go to Martinsville, you need to camp on the Talladega infield, you need to hit the Chili Bowl. <laughs> There's a lot of more cool racing experiences <clears throat> that I haven't personally done. And I want to experience Chili those Bowl. before I That's kick one it. of mine. Chili you Bowl's did fun, that. Man. Yeah, you did yeah. that now, so. Yeah. Yeah. I want to go and do one. it. The first off-the-wall topic, TJ, Batman versus Superman topped the box office this past week. Would you consider yourself more of a Batman fan or a Superman fan? And if neither, <clears throat> who's your superhero of choice? Wonder Woman. Yeah. <laughs> man, I used to run around in He-Man underwear. Does that count? <laughs> I think everyone. You look like he man today. I do, man. Media oh, yeah, look at these. Uh, look at these guns. Um, my uh, superhero of choice is not Superman. It's pre- pretty much because I watched Earl wear that cape after the race in Fontana. That <laughs> ruined every Superman image I could ever want to be involved in. Um, I don't know. I don't know who my superhero of choice would be. Iron Man. No. Spider Man. The Hulk. Nope. Flash. Thor. Flat. Does Flash Gordon? Flash. Super- <laughs> Uh, for me, it's Superman because when I was little, I, I grew up beside of a cemetery, and I used Weird. to always no, they're the quietest neighbors ever. They're awesome. <laughs> uh, we actually would. I, I'll get into that another time. But the question <laughs> to stay on point. I used to have this dream when I was little that I was Superman, and I remember always flying home over the cemetery, you know, like for my grand entry back into the house. So I, I've, I've dreamed about being Superman my whole life. Why are you looking at me like that? Creepy. <laughs> yeah, this is a creepy story, man. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my buddies used to go out in the cemetery at night. I can't. And do what? We would sneak down to the road, and when cars would come by, we'd throw eggs at them. <gasps> Hide behind <laughs> the tombstones. They think like ghosts are throwing hey, eggs Hey, this is Pageland. There's not a lot to do, right? They had to wait three hours for a car. <laughs> so, so if, you've ever driv- if you've ever driven from Pageland, South Carolina, to Chesterfield, and you've been hit with an egg, it, <laughs> it was, was us. It was Brett. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I don't. I, I bet that's illegal now. Was it illegal then to do that? No way. I am, it was. A is it illegal? Uh, what about to just egg someone's house? Is that I don't know if it's, it's illegal. We did that too. <laughs> it's, it's, it's called vandalism. Yeah, it's called get if out and get, get out you. and beat the kids. Is oh, what it's we called. Pressure wash it after we did it. It's not that we were trying to vandalize. Let me ask anything. you this: So, did anybody ever slam on their brakes? Hell yeah, and we maybe took, you off took off running. Because guess what? They wouldn't chase. <laughs> and the reason we did, they the wouldn't, cemetery. They, they wouldn't chase us back through the cemetery. They yeah. were scared. <laughs> I lived in the cemetery. I wasn't scared. Oh, that's crazy. Uh, okay. I, I just, I'm, now I'm being indicted on charges of vandalism, <laughs> thanks to Josh. 
Yeah, let's go to the next one. <laughs> the second off-the-wall topic, Brett, the 32nd annual WrestleMania happened this past Sunday. It was the largest crowd ever for the WWE at AT&T Stadium, which is uh, about 100,000 people. What was the attendance? Oh, really? How much were hot dogs? <laughs> Who was your favorite wrestler growing up, and do you have one now? My favorite wrestler was Ric Flair from Charlotte, North Carolina, the Nature Boy. Woo! I might be the oldest ride in the park, but I still got the longest line. Woo! I never got into wrestling that much. I played the video games a little bit just because you could get it. You could get a buddy to come over, and you could do the Royal Rumble and throw each other out of the rings and stuff. Other than that, I did watch a little bit. And my Who's favorite... the guy that used to like kiss his... like The Rock? No, he's older. My dad liked him. I liked The Rock, I guess, a little bit. But I liked these uh, the tag team guys called the Bushwhackers. Remember them? <laughs> Those are... <laughs> John... <laughs> okay, I shouldn't have said that. So in the South in the 80s, there were three R's in life. You know what they are? Racing, wrestling, and wrestling. rodeo. Oh, no, so wrestling? If you didn't like wrestling, wrestling. You, didn't oh, yeah, like wrestling. wrestling you suck. So you went to see, you know, the the Road Warriors and Dusty Rhodes and Wahoo <laughs> McDaniel. TJ, I'm sorry you had to grow up in the North, man. The 80s were fun down here. Yeah, it's all right. North was still pretty fun. We yeah. just threw a lot of snowballs and stuff. South will rise again. We did some cow tipping. <laughs> there's nothing to do. Like, so I got a question. Gettysburg is like basically a page limit. Do you consider yourself north or south? North. Well, I mean, it's kind of. Well, you're right on I that lived here West for 10 Virginia years. type. I mean, I'm talking like the Mason-Dixon line. Yeah, so Hanover, PA is right above the Mason-Dixon line. We were five miles from the Maryland border, so I'm not even sure get. I consider Pennsylvania the north. Do you? Yeah, it's about Yankees. Yeah, Mason-Dixon so, line is right around mm-hmm. Washington. So any, any anything north? I think of there. Washington and Pennsylvania from up is probably north. Anything once you get to the Virginias, man, you're kind of you're kind of getting south. I'm northern. Yeah, that's right. The, the line yeah. runs yeah. right above Virginia. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, I'll claim this. I'll claim the north. It's fine. So we're gonna <clears> get <throat> into the Ask DBC questions, guys, and the af- at the end because we didn't do it um, in the last episode. We but got some. I saw some good questions on Twitter uh, yeah. this week. I, I saw a lot of good questions. You guys get to pick your favorite out of these five, and I will send them an Elliot Sadler autographed hat. Guess what we're gonna do this week? We're gonna pick two. Yeah. Two. Because last week last we week didn't we pick didn't one. Okay. Last week they got screwed. Let's do it. Oh, man. Poor. We'll have to get some more. Right. We'll start. You can start with this one. If you could spot for any retired NASCAR driver, who would it be? This is is the best question ever. It's pretty good. This is from at KJ Fly. I grew up a Pearson fan. Then I was a Neil Bonnet fan. Then I was a Dale Earnhardt fan. So, man, so many, so many awesome drivers to pick for. But I would have to go with Dale Earnhardt. And I'm sure he wouldn't like the way I spot and he'd tell me to shut the (laughs) – (laughs) <laughs> but at the end of the day, man, to be on the radio with Big E, it'd be really cool. Yeah, that. Uh, I mean, I, since you picked him, I'll go the opposite. I'll take Buckshot Jones. Yours out early. <laughs> you get full time pay early. for a part time. That's what job. I'm saying, man. You dang right. <laughs> Work smarter, not harder. <laughs> See you. I'm out. Lap two. Deuces. I uh, I can't even pronounce this. Hot do, you, do you know who Junior. Buckshot Jones is? I don't. That's what I thought. Do you? No. The double zero. Yeah, Buckshot. Double zero. Yeah, that old buckshot. This he is got, like 98. He named buckshot because his grandma said he was tough as buckshot. Yeah. This Wait. is like 98, 99-ish. Yeah. And he wrecked a lot. Yeah. He's he, a little guy, drove too. A, drove oh, this isn't like double super zero old. for like buckshot. I don't know if you hunt or know what buckshot. Yeah. Buckshot's double alt, double yeah. zero. Like shotgun barrels. Yeah. I, yeah. Kristen's like. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's like. But it's more like. <laughs> you know how a hunter shakes hands? We'll have to periscope that later. At Honbury Jr., TJ, you're going to start. What was going through your mind when that fan climbed the fence at Richmond? 
please don't let him fall or go over the other edge. Oh my gosh, that would have been that would have been very very bad if had that guy went over or fell or something, and that could have been catastrophic for the sport, man. Uh, <laughs> we went under yellow. I didn't know why. Yeah, and, and, and I'm I, same thing. We, we ultimately figure out there's a guy sitting on the fence, and I'm like, holy cow, this guy's an idiot. But that's funny. How many beers did he had? So. Two years later, we're under rain delay. They call our race. I leave Richmond, Virginia. We drive to our hotel. I walk in with my clown suit on, you know, race team colors. And the girl's like, oh, my God, you work in racing? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm wearing it's this. aphrodisiac. She goes, uh, you may you may know who my dad is. And I'm thinking, <laughs> there's 5,000 people in the sport. I probably don't know your dad. She said, my dad climbed the fence at Richmond and got arrested. <laughs> And I'm like, no way. And her name was, I can't, I'm not going to say her name, get her in trouble. I go behind the front desk, get the Hampton Inn. I'm taking pictures with her. I send it out on Twitter. Y'all are not going to believe who I just met. This girl replies, oh, my God, you've just ruined my life. <gasps> yeah, she was all upset. I'm like, hey, tell your dad don't climb the fence. He's like a legend in our deal. Yeah, I mean, he's the only guy that's ever climbed a fence during the race and sat on it. <laughs> I mean, hell of a Idiot. seat. So he's banned. He he has a picture of him sitting on top of the fence in his living room, which is awesome. That is like Redneck 101. <laughs> he is banned for life from Richmond. So I told her, I was like, I'll get him garage passes to Martinsville. Tell yeah. him come hang out with us there. So the track banned him NASCAR didn't? Because Clint's a redneck. Clint would love to meet this dude, you know? Yeah, I take some balls. If you've seen us on TV, you don't do it at home, though. I mean, what an idiot, but it still was I don't awesome. even like climbing trees, man. They do climb the top of the fence and sat down. Yeah. Well, more power to them. I just loved uh, Hoots coming over the radio. Yeah. <clears throat> Hoots' famous line, oh, God. Yeah. Fan climbing the fence. It's, put uh. It, put it up. Man, it's crazy. I mean, you know, but dude's up there with his, hey, hold my beer. I'm going to go climb this fence. <laughs> <laughs> you know it would have been awesome if he actually took his beer with him? Yeah. Sat down. He needed a he, fanny pack. He went to like jail. For <laughs> I'm a while. sure. Like real jail or like no, 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 like real jail. Richmond jail. Wonder oh, what they can well, get him with. Richmond jail. Have you been to Richmond? <laughs> I promise you that that would be a real jail. Yeah. Richmond's a rough town. I got pulled over on 95 a couple months ago, and actually, um, for what? Elliot's lawyer, Clint. Clint Clary. Great. He got me off. Scott free. That was <laughs> <laughs> the ticket was reduced. Is okay. what I meant. <laughs> right, I, I love Just this one story show without it. I asked her if she was speeding, and she was like, "No, I was going over the speed limit, but I wasn't speeding." It was like, "How fast were you huh? going?" Like Seventy-four and a sixty-five. We got to talk about something. Seventy-four and a sixty-five. At Speed Racer thirteen. Got Brett, off. which track is harder to spot at Daytona or Martinsville? It's hot here. <laughs> it is. Uh, which just one, which is harder, Daytona or Martinsville? Um, definitely Daytona. It it's, requires a lot more focus and requires a lot more information. And these guys are inches apart. However, Martinsville is one of my top four places to spot. So great question. TJ, pick a winner. I'll pick a winner. Oh, man. We're not done yet. Yeah. We're not? No, we're on the third question. You oh. can't count. Well, you got me all flustered. I'll take <laughs> I'll take Daytona and Talladega as well. There's a different animal. Martinsville, yeah, they can get back to you and hit you a little bit and rough you up, but it's not, not the 40-car not the pileup that you can cause at Daytona and Talladega. At Don Matthews 82, TJ, would NASCAR let Dale Jr. modify one of his Xfinity cars and take it to Eldora? Um, I don't know. Is the maybe I don't know. Probably let him do whatever he wants. Probably I don't know. <laughs> we call it the company car. Yeah, <laughs> company car. The spotters call it. Hey TJ, how's the company car running this weekend? 
It's all, um, it's all in good fun. At Kelly6116, thoughts on single file restarts at Martinsville? Stuck on the outside really hurts. Oh, oh, single file restarts at Martinsville would be terrible. Kelly, who are you? Show yourself. <laughs> Do um, you realize that if we went green, the guy in last is five laps away from getting passed? The, the, the two best rule changes we've had since I've been here is number one, double file restarts, and number two, the dress code allowing chicks to wear shorts in their garage. So, yeah, leave it double file. TJ, who are you texting? We're trying to do a show uh, here. Well, that, that lawyer that got her. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> TJ, do oh. you have anything to add to this? We need a ceiling fan in here. It's hot. Uh, Since TJ's too busy to join the podcast now. Snatch chat, man. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, he's right. Single file resource would suck. Oh, my gosh. It wouldn't be any fun at all. I, we even got shuffled back from the outside lane, and I'd still want double file restarts. It's you can't you can't do it. You got you got to have double file restarts. It's, it's just exciting. Like, yeah, I mean, me and Dale Jr. were talking on Twitter about this whole <sighs> overtime thing, and and when you take something like single file restarts, which suck, they're not they're not entertaining, and you make them double file restarts, super entertaining. You can't digress the product, and that's kind of what we've done with these you know green white checker deal. Is it? Okay, green-white checker, three times, or all of a sudden it's, oh, we only have to run three-quarters of a lap. Like, when you take back some of the product, fans are going to get mad. So, leave it alone. Leave it alone. You guys leave got anything that alone. you're super perturbed about today I wanna that you ran about? What, about? what about your buddy, Go man? Go well, hey, did buddy? Clint get angry at Martinsville? I heard he got a little lippy with you. With me? Or somebody. He uh, oh, didn't yeah. get mad at me. Oh, I thought he got a little frustrated at some point. He told me to get him down. Face? I told him I couldn't hole so <laughs> i mean other than that what that does that even mean that's a normal exchange for us that, that is just, that a normal thing to say yeah. i don't know it sounds weird what <laughs> hole <laughs> it means i can't press a magic button and make a hole automatically appear so clint can get into the left lane going 130 miles an hour that's what it means Kristen. i saw clint who shot thanks for that education somebody shot him up the track early who was oh, the 43. Oh, he got us too. 43. Dude, he drives into the corner like there's nobody out there and just comes on up. The like, 43 balls wrecked us. I, I'm done. Like, I, I'd wreck him back. I'm done. I would do. He just drives like he doesn't care. Yeah. And I, I'm not even – David Reagan hit the curb and hit us in the left rear. That's that's racing. That's I, Yeah, man. He There's no way David – and he had a fast, decent car. Yeah, the 23 did. was good. I agree. So, you know, props to them guys for, you know, hanging in there. Yeah. And, but he – that's just racing there. But there's – when you drive into the corner, it's just too deep and wash up the racetrack and hit a guy. That's just, you have a brake pedal, yeah, and you know you can hit it earlier. It's your fault. Yeah, yeah. So and he just does. He drives like he doesn't care. Yeah. So that, maybe that's a little bit of a rant. So I'm trying to think of something else that my I'm, rant I is, is this. I watched the Country Music Awards Monday night, Sunday night, whenever they were. Of course you did. Rating yeah. ratings. Tim were McGraw down. there. Ratings. Tim McGraw's there. He sang a great song about be humble and kind. I love that song. Ratings were down forty percent. Somebody email them and tell them why. Cowboys don't wear skinny jeans. They don't wear <laughs> schmedium t-shirts. They don't wear their hats backwards. They don't have lines shaved in their head. Like the only two. Two cool parts of this show that I watched was Stapleton, who's He's a so heck of a good. singer, and Dolly Parton. Like the rest of it, yeah. Was, but she sang with Katy Perry. The, that was the rest of it was R and B and lame. I get the crossover. Hey, um, Dolly's body was banging, and she's like seventy. I mean, banging. It's been banging since she, she had since a better. I can ass. remember. She had, like she's her body's banging. She is hot, and she's old, top like, heavy, old. Yeah, you know, her no, husband probably. hates the spotlight, so he never comes out. He never joins her at 
award shows or events or anything. They've been married for like 50 years. How's your cle- <laughs> How's your cleanse going? <laughs> Are you done with your cleanse? My cleanse yeah, was, he hasn't run to the bathroom. Two yeah. Years ago. You had, it. yeah, you'd have to hold. <laughs> <laughs> if I could, I would at Martinsville. Jeez, man. Texas predictions, boys. How about we talk about Martinsville predictions? I went two for two. We don't count the second ones, man. We're, oh my god! I mean, if we're going to count them, I'm just going to take a second year guy as well. You can't. He I took got a. The pick, he got the pick. He got the first pick on both of them. Are we you taking, ruin this part of the show? No, no, no. Are we taking rookies or experienced okay. guys? The final four. Who got that right? UNC. Who'd you have? Oh, I had um Kansas. Yeah, had they Oklahoma. made it. Yeah. They made it. Anyway, Texas. Awesome racetrack. Yeah, can't wait for it. One of the best mile and a half will be at all year. Different lanes. Here's the cool part about Texas. You're in the corner a really long time. Like when you look at a racetrack, I don't know the distance of the corners at Texas, but they look a lot further than the typical mile and a half, which means these guys should be off the gas, on the brake, free roll, and back on the gas more with this particular package we've been running. If Goodyear brings a good tire, this will be a Fontana-style phenomenal race. Yeah, it's it's got the same characteristics, different lanes. Guys can run the middle. They can run the bottom. Uh, you can get big runs on the top if you get it rolling right. Uh, it should be good. I think it's going to be fun. Um, How do your guys typically run there? We normally run pretty down. good unless we hit the grass in the front stretch. Then we don't run very good when we do that. Yeah. I watched I watched a green-white checker from my house um, when we do that. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Finley side, Elliot, you know, he's won there in the Cup Series, <clears throat> does really well in a one-man car. You know, Clint, we've still got some growing pains with H. Scott. First half of Martinsville, we were struggling. The second half, we were really fast. So, hopefully we unload with a package. Just good. Clint's good there. You know, it's just a matter of getting him getting him comfortable. But, you know, TJ gets to pick first here on who he Hey, did you make many adjustments during the race? Yeah, tons. Really? Yes. Dude, tight or? Dude, everything. Hmm. Loose in, tight middle, loose off, tight middle, Lucy and everything. So I will. I mean, it's really hard to go against Jimmy Johnson at Texas. It is. It's really hard. You that got dude, first pick. The dude finds a way to win there every time. Yeah, so. I'm gonna go with. I, for me, it's either Kevin Harvick or Matt Kenseth, and I'm gonna go with Matt Kenseth because he has a spotter back. You know, it's his second week back. Crazy. He looked comfortable. Crazy's with us, and he looked comfortable on the track. Not that he didn't before, but just yeah. it just looked it was a it was a good feel to it's it. Information flow. I yeah. mean, spotters are giving drivers information, and he was back getting the information he's used to getting. He 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 certainly looked like Matt Kenseth used to look. Yeah, and it's good to have Crazy back too. You could tell that guy was happy to be back at the track and see all of us. I know he, I know he missed us greatly. So it's good to see him back. And and um, what else you want to rant about, man? I. I don't want to remember anything. I'm sitting here looking at the Dell Jr. Foundation mission statement, and I, I look at Dell Jr. with his kid with a Gamecock hat on. I'm actually going to speak at a sports marketing class this afternoon down at Columbia, and uh, man, it's cool to cool to see the Gamecocks represented in Junior Nation, even though there's orange in your logo. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that was. They probably. Yeah, are uh, you excited about that? Well, you're a guest lecturer. So I've been the uh, last Teach? three, four years. That's yeah, cool. I, I want to be called like an honorary professor. Maybe they'll give me an honorary. I don't know if you ever. Or something. Yeah, I don't yeah, know about that's that. What you're getting. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's where uh, Hootie's from. Do you know Hootie and the Bluefish went there? Yeah, he's a huge USC fan. Yeah. Mm, cover Litter your cry. <laughs> cover your Hootie. Do you do you prepare for it? Do you have like a PowerPoint presentation, or what do you do? You just stand up there and talk. Or I do what? have a PowerPoint presentation. Who made I would it for love you? To see that. I did not. Aaron made it for uh, me. Ah, yeah. yeah. So you're gonna. Do you have a pointer? <laughs> no, a I don't pointer. have a pointer. No. Man, these are kids that like. It'll be 30 kids in this class with t-shirts and Uggs. wife beaters on, and 
What are you going to say to them? So I'm talking about sponsorship. So I'm explaining to them sponsorship in NASCAR, the different levels for different series and how you leverage and activate, get return on your investment. You should come. You'd learn a thing or two. (laughs) I'm pretty good. Just send me the PowerPoint presentation. (laughs) I'll I'll watch it. I'll send you the cliff notes. Send me the notes, man. Yeah. Yeah. We need TJ to uh, pick a winner for SDBC. Two Mm. winners. Oh, yeah. We got to pick two. TJ pick first. Well, there's only five. Yeah. It's good odds. 40% 40% chance you're going to win right here, guys. Yeah. I'll go with the uh, who would you spot for. Yeah, that's an awesome one. What was that guy's yeah. name? Kylie. KJ Fly. K, K, that's a pretty cool. I was going to clean my room, but I got Fly. <laughs> uh, KJ Fly is a good one. And the other one is about the, uh, the Richmond question. Yeah. yeah Hornberry Barry Jr. Hornberry. Dude, you can't Barry Jr.? What kind of name is that? Hornberry. Kristen, send those guys an autographed Elliot Sadler one main hat. I'm on it. Are you on it? I'm on it. You yeah. promise? I promise. All right. But when will are. they get it? Like next year? <laughs> Ground shipping UPS. <laughs> oh, man. Anything else we need to cover, Josh? Any new tattoos? Lower backs? <laughs> Tramp stamp butterflies. <laughs> What'd y'all do over the weekend? Where'd you go? I just hung out here. Great. I went home to PA. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. big PA. Do a little biking with your dad. I did. I know. I, I love my dad. You yeah. my dad. Yeah. I keep crashing my bike. Kristen sent out pictures on Twitter. <laughs> you don't have any road rash. She about died. my legs are. I mean, I have that. Oh wow. She, oh my god. Everywhere. Oh, my Not daughter pictures. has worse. That's why my legs are covered. That. It's just bruises everywhere. I went to Myrtle Beach, man. That's what people do. What do you think people are the, who live in Myrtle Beach, where where can they vacation, man? They don't go anywhere. They just stay there. Have you seen them? They don't. <laughs> they, don't <laughs> they don't let we, them leave. Yeah, we don't want them to go anywhere, <laughs> I man. I love Myrtle Beach. It's kind of like going through West Virginia, man. Those people, when you go up 19 through Beckley and all that, you don't want them to go I'm anywhere. I'm going to find me a cemetery down there and go live beside <laughs> of it. <laughs> there might be some real ghosts there. They, you know what we should do one time? I actually... Have you ever looked up the the most haunted places in the in the U.S. Basically, yes. there's one in New York. I was obsessed with haunted like houses. Well, then you probably know about the one. It was literally five minutes from where I grew up, and it was actually really creepy. It was um, a house. No, it was an asylum. Um, the something Rolling Hills Asylum or something. Crazy. Yeah, and it Have was. Have you gone re- inside it? I've been inside it because they turned into a flea market, and you'd go in there, and it would, some of the hallways were creepy, man. <laughs> I mean, Brad would probably be great with it because he grew up in a cemetery. I'm not scared of that stuff. And I, we're egging cars with our buddies. <laughs> what if you were locked in a basement of like this place is supposedly haunted, yeah. and all you have is a flashlight? Michelob Ultra. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. Ultra. Sleeping bag, flashlight, and some S- Mick Ultra. Sick Ultras. I'm good. I wouldn't want to do it. I'll tell you no, that. Thank you. No. Really? Like you literally would be scared? We used to. So I'm from Gettysburg, right? And we'd always go on the haunted, like all the different haunted places, and it would freak me out. Oh, sure. Nothing so you, ever happened though. None of that stuff's real. So Josh just stayed here. Yeah. Didn't do here. anything. Didn't get crazy. The world's most interesting producer. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. No, yeah. it didn't go out. Had some beers. Yeah. Where'd you go out? I went to the Rudder. Went to Cornelius Draft House. Went to a few other. Places. No crazy stories. No crazy stories. Didn't no. see anything good? So two friends of ours named Stephanie and Jonathan live near the rudder, and I ran into them in Martinsville, and uh, they said the rudder was bumping on Saturday night. Were you in the middle of that? Rudder was pretty good Saturday night. <laughs> yeah. Went bad. Bumping. Bumping, bumping. <laughs> Do you think the rudder will ever get old around here? 
Yes, I used to frequent that place back like when I was I know, in my but 20s. then we all get older. We got older and but no one goes a, there. But somebody's in their 20s. They yeah, gotta have that's what I'm go. saying. I, it's still, I think it's still happening. We've got the lamest lake ever. Like, there's only two places to go. The rudder. Vinny's. The rudder. The Vinny's is closed. <laughs> oh, is KB. <laughs> Vinny's or I'm the Blue getting. Parrot. Like, that's the two. Yeah, the Vinny's. Vinny's used to be so much fun. I love the late back like 2008, and I love the late like 2004. But everybody there has purple hair. Like I mean, it's the it's the geriatric crowd. (laughs) They're shagging. How often do you get haircuts? Once every two weeks. I'm just curious. You didn't I cut it myself. You like it? Floby? Do you ever? Comb <laughs> you got a floby? I actually walked walked in this morning. I'm like, does TJ comb his hair before? Yeah, with my hair? with my like fingers. This. Yeah, that's what I do with my fingers. It looks good. Yeah, I, uh, I like your uh, vintage Bill Elliott T-shirt you got on today. Well, Why didn't you pick him for the guy you'd spot for over Buckshot? Uh, I mean, Buckshot. Be f- I mean, Bill won a lot. He just win everything, <laughs> this man. This is I the want- most tangential podcast we've done. You'd have to stay for the whole race. Yeah. What it, word did you just use? Yeah, why do you have to use <laughs> these big words? Tangential. Tangential. All over the place. That's three syllables. That's not allowed. I'd have T-J. I would have had to Google that. Tangential. Yeah. <clears throat> use that in your uh your class. Today. Nate Ryan would like that word. Yeah. He listens to our USA Today guys. He's no he's NBC now. I think he is NBC. Wonder why you would leave USA Today. NBC pays more I don't money. Know. Nate is into a lot of music too. Yeah. He likes like Band of Horses and stuff like yeah, that. He likes that weird shit. They got a couple of good songs, but he, you're right. He does like the off the wall stuff. So, anyways, we're gonna hit a Periscope right now. We are. Yeah, Live. We're gonna do a, a two minute one. Just talk about it for a minute. We Is should, Natalie coming in. Yeah, come on in, Natalie. Well, let's end this show. We would like to thank. I'd like to thank one main again, Exalt the Studios. Thanks to my lovely co-hosts KB and my buddy TJ. KB. All right. Thanks for joining us. This was awesome. It was great. Awesome it's sauce. Can you say awesome sauce? Awesome is that still, sauce. Is that still a good word to use? I think when you're like well, eight. I can't. What was that other word she used? I bet you can't even Rebuttal? say Rebuttal? No. Tan- tangential? Tangential. 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 You guys can use that today. Tangential. Yeah. You, look, you, you didn't very, say the word rebuttal today. She did. I, I, did I said it. Yeah, oh. she did. I said oh. it, too. And then he echoed. Rebuttal. Dude. We're out. Out. Bye. At One Main Financial, we believe in the importance of community. That means partnering with our neighbors to reach common goals, lending a hand when it matters most, and commitment to our neighborhoods. Community isn't just where you are. It's where you make a difference. One Main Financial, not just in the neighborhood, but part of your community. Providing personal loan solutions and one-on-one local service. One Main Financial, your needs, your goals, your dreams. Offer subject to restrictions and requirements of the licensee. For licensing information, visit our website or call us. You've been listening to Door Bumper Clear, brought to you by One Main. For updates on Elliott Sadler and the number one junior motorsports team, go to OneMainRacing.com. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. 